0: Hi there. Welcome to The Preventable, the podcast giving you a seat at the table with conversations about the intersection of alcohol, drugs, and mental health in everyday lives. Take a seat and join us welcome to the preventable as always these are sponsored by our amazing friends at hubbard radio who give us this studio time and provide a lot of the backbone support and we couldn't do it without them with me today is some is an old friend yes a new role old friend very excited about this uh Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Eric Knost, superintendent of schools for the Excel Center in Missouri. Did I say that right?
1: You did. Excel Centers.
0: Excel Centers in Missouri. So there's a lot of people probably wondering, like, what the heck is that? And we're going to dive into that. But before we dive into where you're at now... I want to do a little bit of a rewind because you started as a high, a high school teacher, right?
1: Um, actually, uh, well, that's true. Started as a middle school, high school teacher. Oh, okay. As a music teacher, really. Um, but as I, as I, you know, navigated the years in education, uh, I ended up being a teacher in elementary schools, middle schools, and high schools. So taught taught all levels as a music teacher. Always a music teacher.
0: I had but, no idea. Yeah. Do you play?
1: I do. What do you play? I'm actually a professional musician.
0: Shut up. I'm
1: predominantly a drummer. I have a music degree.
0: I had no idea. uh,
1: I do. You can catch me around town many weekends. Get
0: out. Do you have (laughs) a band that you're currently in? I do.
1: I'm in a band called Five Star Roscoe.
0: I'm writing this down.
1: We're actually uh, opening a show at the pageant in December. For who? Uh, The Midwest has a, actually it's a St. Louis based uh, Fleetwood Mac cover band called Big Love. Yes. So they've got a pageant show, and we actually share uh, one of the musicians. Huh. And so the agent um, caught us and asked us to come along for a, for an opening act. I have so no idea. You learn
0: something new every day, and that's why you're a big Beatles fan.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, me, one of the reasons being a big Beatles fan is why I, I'm a musician and have been all my life, and why I went into teaching music. I always say. There's a number of things. This this goes back to, but if you take the Beatles out of the picture, there's no Superintendent Eric Knost, because that's kind of uh, that and a number of other factors. You know, my parents. And sure, you know, I have all kinds of stories with that. But but without music, that, that's what got me into education. And people that inspired me were were. I had one music teacher, Charlie Crowther. I have to throw his name out there, who was just the Epitome of uh, 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 an advocate for for children, especially <laughs> music, and uh, because I am, I went into music and ended up being an educator. I actually don't even have a teaching degree. People find that hard to believe. They're like, "How how in the world does that work?" I went to Webster University for my undergrad. I got a liberal arts yep, degree, same. and um, I could have tripled majored. I didn't. <laughs> I just did the music stuff, but I took education courses along the way. Graduated with a music degree, and it turned out all I had to do was student teach yep. to get then. It was a lifetime certification. I student taught, and uh, and now I'm a lifetime educator. I mean,
0: I taught middle school, and I don't have a teaching degree either. Yeah. And it's not to say there's anything wrong with a teaching degree, but I also, especially if you're talking about a private school or something yeah. like that, there's a lot of paths to education that sure. don't even require sure. Um, I mean, and we're gonna get in more to that about kind of some non-traditional routes exactly, right to, yeah. to education. So did you have a favorite grade or not grade, but like did you really like elementary, middle or high? I mean, I would think mm-hmm. high school because that's kind of been where you've been, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: You know, I I, I had um, certain things I liked about all of
0: each them. one, yeah.
1: Uh, and and at different stages in my career, I think um, that maybe changed. And I have to tell you, just full disclosure, uh, in all these years now of uh, being a superintendent, especially prior to prior to the Excel Center, mm-hmm. but I ended my career in Iowa as a superintendent.
0: Yes. That was for uh, an elementary school?
1: No, it was a it was a K twelve. Was a K twelve. Okay. Okay. But uh, even my years in Rockwood because oh, I would have been the
0: superintendent. Just yeah. the
1: the the relationships that I was able to build with elementary kids mm-hmm. just made the elementary end of it so very, very special. I mean, you know, you Well, ev- people
0: who follow you on Twitter, <laughs> they know that like you would you really love the pictures of the younger yeah. kids and it
1: was a thing. The, yeah. And, and part of it's because, you know, and, and again, maybe maybe a music connection, but I think everybody um likes the opportunity to feel like like, you know, you're special to people. Everybody
0: wants to feel like a somebody.
1: And and when, when you walk into an elementary school, and you're somebody, you're a superintendent who, who stays connected. So they know who you are. You know, uh, students always call me DK. Uh, that goes back to Brad's era. Yes. And, and a nickname Brad Mar- Marcourt.
0: Shout write. out Brad. B-Rad. <laughs>
1: um, but you walk into a building and you hear, you know, I mean, Hey DK, DK and come in our classroom. And I mean, you know, I'm invited in to read to the kids and that just became, that was my lifeblood. Uh, on any given day, that's where I would find myself to to get out of a, a rut of just the heaviness of the job. Yes, right. Um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes bad things happen to students. Yeah. And um, that that's medicine for it too. So so I really gravitated toward just really enjoying the the, the little kids. It would be
0: an opportunity to center. Like I so yeah. feel that today, as a matter of fact, I. We're a little short-staffed, and so I went into a fifth-grade classroom, and, and I've been every day this week so far. And it's just like – it's just such a mood changer, right? Yeah. And for you to be a superintendent – and I'm not just blowing smoke. Anybody who I think has worked for you or with you would say this, that you are a superintendent that does not stay in their office – You're a superintendent who understands that you have a school board and that you have the parents and whatever, but you are there with and amongst the kids and the teachers because that's the front lines of who is serving the kids. But you're in a way, again, I'm not blowing smoke, but you're kind of for those like elementary kids, kind of like a little bit of a celebrity in a way like you're the one in charge right like you're the president of their boss you're the boss of the bosses and so for you to be able to go in and you know take selfies and whatever I mean I think that's such it sets a tone it sets a tone
1: it did and it was again it was in many ways I never hid that it was self-serving because it would fill me up Mm -hmm. I mean it was the inspiration I needed because kids are are amazing and and if you're around them my daughters are now learning this my
0: because they're teachers now they're both teachers my
1: older daughter's middle school and high school my younger daughter's elementary both music i have to say love it um if you know my wife julie was
0: gotta mention julie she was
1: a a biology teacher that's how we met Mm. uh when we were we were teachers together in rockwood but she uh she would always say not even one of you could could go into
0: science no, nobody can go into science yeah, yeah. that's why i can actually hear julie saying that well oh, yeah i mean and i think so so for those of you who maybe don't totally know you were a teacher mm-hmm. within the district and you were a high school teacher for a while right yeah. at marquette
1: I was at Marquette. I okay. was The high school teacher at, at Lafayette as well. Oh, okay.
0: And, and then you became soup of Rockwood schools.
1: Yeah. Well, I originally I originated as when you asked me the question, I did start as a high school and a middle school teacher in the Windsor school district.
0: Oh, shout uh, out Jeffco. Yeah. Love it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's where
1: I started, and uh, uh, was kind of recruited out into Rockwood. I like to say it that way anyway, to be a teacher there. Um, from there, after being in elementary schools, middle schools, and high schools, uh, was was kind of gravitated toward administration. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And uh, my first administrative job was in Rockwood, but I was uh, a an, basically an elementary assistant principal.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And uh, and then I slowly uh, traversed the 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 hierarchy mm-hmm. of administration. Uh, went into Parkway for five years. Yes. I was an assistant principal at. at parkway north high school yep um and i wanted to be a principal and then i jumped down to the melville school district yes I was the principal at oakville high school where i met where i met brad as a mm-hmm. student and then ended up being in, in melville for 12 years and became the superintendent there
0: that's right yes
1: and then um and
0: so you then, were there how long were you superintendent in oakville 12 is that what no, i
1: was there for 12 there years for 12. total principal uh deputy superintendent and superintendent total of 12 years uh, three years as superintendent, okay. and then had the opportunity uh, was actually asked to consider coming back to Rockwood, which was a was a pretty high honor, and uh, was um, it was a good fit. It was a good fit for many reasons. I had a great run at Melville. I actually, thought that I would retire in Melville. Hmm. I was uh, really enjoying my time. Yeah, it's a Twelve years in a long time, and uh, but the, the ability it kind of felt like a coming home of sorts mm-hmm. to you know to go back to Rockwood and. Had a, had a really good five years. We made a lot of progress, got a lot of things done. A
0: lot of things.
1: And uh, I, I I would probably still be there if I hadn't have uh, gone chasing after the commissioner of education position for the state of Missouri. I had some pretty good support for that.
0: You should have gotten that. Well, <laughs> I, I would have loved it. I would yeah. have loved it. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't,
1: I didn't. I had no hard feelings. Um, but the they were going to select that position potentially in the middle of the year. Mm. And I wanted to stay true to Rockwood. Yeah, that would have been hard. I didn't want to leave mid-year or cause them to have to do an interim superintendent. So I I felt like I had a good shot at it. That's not based on uh, being arrogant or or high opinion myself. I had support all around the state. Um, But I, I put in, I was finalist but uh but didn't get it and when i get, when i was done i thought well now what do i do so i
0: let's went, go to iowa went to iowa <laughs> and
1: did, a, did a three-year stint as a superintendent and uh had a great time great people great town. i was in council bluffs right across the river from omaha
0: it's beautiful there isn't it, it?
1: really is yeah it's people don't understand when you're you know council bluffs you kind of you have some bluffs you're up a little bit but looking west over over nebraska there are you have beautiful sunsets every mm-hmm. single night and uh, Omaha's really cool. omaha is, is really, really cool council is really cool by the yeah. way yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah there's just uh it's kind of like a Oma is kind of like a mini St. Louis.
0: I couldn't agree ways. more. Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a little scrappy. It's yeah. it kind of has like a chip on its shoulder in like a, the best way possible. Yeah. Really good food there. Great like food, really, great really food. fun. Like yeah. a lot of things to do. Were you still playing music when you were living in Iowa? Did you switch was, bands or would you come home no, on the weekends? No, I, or how I does did.
1: That I I had a lot of um, a lot of airfare. Ah, oh, frequent flyer studios. miles. Mm. Yes, a lot because. Uh, I, I think originally I didn't know how long I would be there. Um, and I the intent was to get established musically there. but I never separated myself from my my gigs here in St. Mm. Louis. Uh, they were a little less frequent, uh, but I would probably come home a couple times a month and uh, and then it ended up that it just a decision that my wife and I made about where we ultimately wanted to live. And, and I think she ultimately still wanted to be in St. Yeah. Louis. Uh, closer, clearly one of our daughters, our other daughter uh, is on the on the west side of the state. So she was kind of right in the middle of mm. where we were. Mm. So I didn't lose any ground by coming home. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so it worked out well, came back and just kept my music going and, and then found this opportunity with Murr's Goodwill.
0: Which I cannot wait to talk about because mm-hmm. I, am learning so much about it just through you and even through Brad and even through things I've read and before we go there though like I do want to just again I feel like I'm you know in the DK fan club here but we created an award. So every year we give a spring awards luncheon. Yeah. We we have a spring awards luncheon. This in April of 24 is going to be our 50th anniversary of having this awards thing. And we created an award called a champion award specifically that we wanted to give to a person in education who is a champion for prevention and what that means, right? Kindergarten all the way through 12th grade, making time in the schedule, understanding why it's important, um, valuing the community coalitions. And we we thought for that award, like we created it because of you. And I'm not saying that because I'm trying to get on your good side, but we created it because of you specifically, because at the time you were in Rockwood, Rockwood had always been a very strong partner. Again, K through 12 um when you were at, at um in Melville Melville has been a really strong partner for us over the years you prioritized prevention you and Julie together make a pretty dynamic prevention team with her and her community coalition work but then also you know you really helped us when we were trying to create some pretty impactful super bowl commercials mm-hmm. and you were really helpful with us when It was securing a location and talking to parents at Lafayette High School and saying, like, here's why we're doing this. And isn't it a privilege that we can do this at our school? And here's why. And we could have said that, but you saying it, you sold it to those parents and you sold it to people who truly needed to understand why your district was being featured in a commercial about heroin. Right. And no, that didn't mean you had a heroin problem, although, although everybody yeah, has a heroin problem. Nobody's right? immune, yeah. But yeah. you were a champion. And so we've been honored to give several folks like Dr. Patel and you know lots of really amazing people the award since then. But it was created because of you.
1: That is – I can't tell you how much that means to me to hear that. But it was an honor to get it. I, I the The work that – Prevent Ed has done for years has just been it's it's one of those things I, I think whether it's a community coalition like Julie's work it it's so underappreciated by the people that need to be appreciating it uh, it's taken for granted by superintendents it's taken for granted by a lot of people doing hard work that just are willing and and, and I get it I, this is not oh, a- no a, I understand you know, I'm not trying to criticize but but they know that the work that you all do is vital. It's vital for our youth to thrive. Mm. And, um, but, but it's easy to take it for granted, to get caught up in the work that you do in the administration, meaning the, the administrators in schools and such. And, and it's fortunately, it's just there in some form, you know, through prevent ed, through a community coalition, through what have you, um, but without it, there's no doubt we'll, we'll never know in uh, the exponential benefits. Right, it's we'll people want to
0: know like what 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 have you prevented? Well, I don't know. We've prevented it. You prevented it, right? <laughs> like, right. We we've, we've prevented it. Yeah. Our where best work happens when nothing happens. Right. Right, our best work happens when you're not having to deal with as many discipline right. incidents that you had, or when you don't have as many, you know, so out true. of school suspensions, or you know, there's not as many fights, or you know, whatever. I mean, that's when our best work happens, yeah. and I do feel like you appreciate that, and you have helped other districts come along. So thank you well,
1: for you're that. Very welcome. Um, honored, thank you. Honored, and I still that that award that you all gave me is sitting right on my shelf in my office downtown Well,
0: thank you. and it you. will
1: travel with me wherever awesome. i go awesome
0: so speaking of your office downtown i am so stoked about has this existed before is this new i mean talk talk yeah. to me about this yeah.
1: so the excel center yes um the the original idea was birthed in indiana um there are there's a a goodwill region there and as we were discussing earlier goodwills are all independent which people, I did not know you yeah.
0: blew my mind okay
1: <laughs> a lot of folks think that in our geographic area MERS goodwill there's a that was a merger that happened uh, 15 years ago or so same line of work uh work assistance is basically yeah. the, mm-hmm. the underlying piece people think of goodwill and they think of retail stores. Yeah, they they think think of of the store you drop
0: off your stuff at or you get a good Halloween costume at. But it's so much more.
1: It is. I mean, that's a vital piece that funds all of the good work they do, everything from sheltered workshops to, you know, just the the work assistance programs. And the Excel centers fit fit into that picture because they are uh, adult high schools. They, in the state of Missouri, um, we have... Roughly five hundred thousand people according to census data, twenty five and older who do not have a high school diploma.
0: Say that again. Five hundred thousand according to census data, yeah. twenty five and older who do yeah. not have a high school diploma. Right.
1: right. Five hundred thousand and uh,
0: is that higher lower than other states based on population? Are a, we like That's a great question.
1: You know? I, I, I had a, a figure in my head and I, I I've lost it because I only deal with Missouri in this role, but um, it's it's a high number. Yeah, I was
0: going to say that seems like a yeah. lot.
1: It's a high number. Yeah, I mean, well, throughout the the United States, the, oh, it's the sh- millions oh, of people okay. that that don't. So in comparison to states, I, I, I don't know curious. where it ranks. But uh, but again, that the 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 Goodwill company, the Goodwill industry in 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 Indiana, uh, birthed this idea, and so they're kind of willing to. Um, you you kind of buy the rights to the name mm. the Excel Center mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my CEO, Mark Ahrens, who just did yeoman's work uh, in his former role when when he uh, prior to being the CEO, um, he was he was a vice president and he took this on. And hmm. uh, right before COVID, too, but they, oh, yeah. they opened up uh, some of these schools and we're actually starting in, in this month of October. Um, we will hit a date in a couple of weeks that will be um, we'll have five years under our belts and uh, we'll be starting a sixth year for uh, for a, a number of the six and not all of them. A couple of them are brand new. Yeah. But um, because you
0: have six right now, you have six schools across the state right now under the umbrella uh, as an Excel Center.
1: As as an Excel Center, Uh, the idea is therefore in Missouri, it's it it can be different from state to state. But in Missouri, uh, we are there for anybody twenty-one and older who is uh, interested in another shot at their high school diploma. And I always say, and I, I feel I have the right to say this, being that I spent so many years in public education, and you know, many times people refer to students failing in high school, and we have to own that mm-hmm. as the adults and the people running the schools, that we often were the ones that failed, we failed students. We mm-hmm. Didn't do it intentionally. Of course, of course we didn't. And and there were a lot of variables and, and, and things contributing to... The struggles, most of which we couldn't control. Mm-hmm. But, but no human being on the face of the earth, earth is going to say that, yes, I, I failed intentionally. Right. You know, there were factors. But um, so we say 21 and older because in public schools, 21 is considered majority age. So students, whatever struggles they're having, Whatever needs they have, by law they can be in high school until they're twenty one. So we don't want to compete. Our it's not our goal. We are not a charter school. We take right. zero money from Missouri's foundation formula that is for public education. When Mark Aaron's early on talked to me about this job, it was one of my
0: Right. I was, first would imagine questions. that would be as a public school yeah. dude, like that would probably I, be a huge question I, for you.
1: I couldn't be a bigger public school advocate. Always have been, always will be. And um, I could not have worked for a charter school. I could not have worked for uh, a program that was taking money from Missouri's foundation formula because it's already so underfunded. Correct. Anyway. Correct. Um, but that's not the case. It, uh, you know. So we don't we don't conflict with our our education colleagues in the K-12 business. Which is awesome. Um, we do a lot of partnering with with colleges though because we do. People are surprised here. We do have, uh, you know, enrollment opportunities where students can actually get college credit uh, while they're working on their their diplomas. Um,
0: so help me under, so, and this is my ignorance, okay? So is a GED the same thing as a high school diploma?
1: Not really. I mean, it's the equivalent, okay. which so, is what it's called.
0: Okay, so that's what I was thinking. Okay, so my understanding, based on people I know who have needed who have felt like the best way for them to get their high school diploma was to do the GED, Mm -hmm. okay? My understanding in talking to them is that you're basically sitting in front of a computer. Maybe you have a tutor because technology has changed or you're having trouble sitting at a computer the whole time. But basically, it's it's kind of automated, right? right? right. And what I know about your centers in talking to BRAD and other people who are teaching, I mean, it is a school yeah. right so you get that in person in, in person. person you yeah. get that instruction you kind of even get the the vibe of a school like <laughs> it it feels it feels to me like a community college teaching yeah. high school kind of content that's kind of what it feels like because there's all different kinds of students right which right. is typically what you find at a community college you know you might have people who went there right after graduation or people who have gone back or people who are trying to get a certificate. So It's not, you're not sitting in front of a computer to get your high school diploma. You're being instructed.
1: You absolutely are being instructed. You, um, we've, we've tried very hard to make them welcoming. We want them to, in some ways, feel like schools and other ways we want to look entirely different. I get that. Especially Um,
0: if people aren't really, like if school wasn't their thing or if school was traumatic or whatever, like um, I can imagine you'd want it a little different.
1: you're hitting the nail on the head. I mean i i I talk to our directors about this all the time. That there are so many things. I mean, we can't imagine the courage it takes oh. for an adult. And we have, my goodness we we have we have students in their seventies.
0: Forget about it. I can't even yeah. imagine the courage, gumption, guts, chutzpah, whatever you want to yeah, call it, yeah. to walk in. I can't even and, imagine. And can
1: you imagine what? You, you're you're going into this place where you're kind of saying in your own mind I, I failed at this you know so here I am and now I'm an adult and then on top of that you've got all these degreed people uh-huh. around you how do you not feel like they're looking down their noses at you totally even though they're not you know and we, we stress that, that we don't want to that they are, are equals um, in fact you know they they um, They've accomplished some things in the world that that we haven't. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many of them are are working individuals and have families, and they did all that and they're providing without something that 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 we were fortunate enough to get. Absolutely. So th- that courage is just amazing. But but uh, they come to us. We we don't have many students probably the age range that we don't see much of is that early 20s.
0: Oh, interesting. Isn't it I, yeah.
1: I I was surprised to see that too, but you know, I would think that there would be some that the first chance they get, but I, I don't I could speculate about that, but um it probably wouldn't be exactly correct. But <laughs> but our average age is 37.
0: And are they going all day or is it like they a can. half day? Pr- you can. They can. Wow.
1: Yes, we we start classes uh Uh, early in the morning, uh, just after 8.30. And um, we have two classes in the morning. We have lunchtime. We have two classes in the afternoon. And sometimes we have a dinner class that is kind of stretched over dinner, Mm. but then we pick them up again in the evening. And the difference in our evening courses is it's just one course in the evening. We have multiple offerings, but you would only go to one class in the evening and it's – it's a longer period of time, and you go two nights a week. So we have we have our evening classes Monday through Thursday. All of our schools are Monday through Thursday.
0: And people aren't paying to do this, no, correct? it's
1: absolutely free for those who, who need the work. So absolutely let's pretend
0: free. that I have a job. Mm-hmm. I have a job. I'm, you know, making ends meet. I'm maybe not thriving like I would want to, but I'm surviving. Why would I want to come to you? Yeah. Why Why would I want to... Go back into school, do it again just to get a piece of paper. Yeah. What would what would the benefit be? Pretend well, pretend I'm a person yeah, that you've got absolutely.
1: to convince. So so first of all, I think it's fair and appropriate to say that that for some people, may not be uh, right. what they need to do. They may be completely happy with where they're at in their life, minus a high school diploma. They may be uh, you know, there's a lot of very intelligent people that don't graduate from high school, oh, yeah. and they may be knocking it out of the park, providing for their family, love their job. Okay, so so that's that's possible, but we also know that there's there's many who are doing well, but. We're, it's human nature to figure out how can I better myself make and more and money, I think the reason blah
0: blah blah yeah. like how can I what's the next thing what,
1: what do like, I do yeah. to, to, to to make it just that much better you know are you whether you get stale in where you're at or you just want to keep providing more for your family mm-hmm. or your needs change yeah and I, I think something the, the this was before my time with mer's goodwill but you know being that they do so much with work assistance mm. People would come to them and say, "You know, I really want to go into this field. I want to get the training for this. Can you help me do that?" Well, that's what Mers, will, Mer's Goodwill does. Sure. And uh, unfortunately, they would often find that that there would be folks that didn't have a high school diploma, and they could help them with the work assistance. But ultimately, they got to give her that hurdle. And back then, they would point them in the direction of getting a GED. Mm. A lot of people don't know this, GED is hard.
0: Really it, it, hard.
1: Really hard. I
0: am so happy you said that. Yeah. Like really hard.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really and, hard. And it it is, you're kind of on your own as you s- accurately described earlier. And uh, so there's a there's a whole lot of those 500,000 folks that I mentioned who have tried to go the GED route and unfortunately weren't successful there either. And unfortunately, there are a lot of careers that won't accept a GED. Right, that it's a it's kind right. of
0: mandatory to even get in the door.
1: That's really where it came from. So to, to get to your question, here's the reason you might want to to show up at an Excel Center and get enrolled. Because, let's say, you've 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 landed work, you've got your family, you're providing for your family, um, but you think, boy, if I had this certification, you know, maybe. Maybe every time you go to Walgreens and pick up your prescription, you see pharmacy techs back there with their lab coat on, and you think, "Boy, well, I wish I would have had the opportunity to do that. Well, guess what? We can do that for you. Hmm. MERS Goodwill uh, has an, a growing list of industry-recognized credentials that you can tailor along with your high school diploma. And and that's probably the biggest selling point. It's just hard to put that on a billboard. I know, right? How do you how do you describe that on a billboard? So our billboards show graduates, adult graduates in their gowns, and hey, I got a diploma. But you may say that diploma doesn't excite me. But while you're working on that diploma, if we can set you up in that same amount of time to walk away with certification to be um, a pharmacy tech, a phlebotomist. Hmm. Uh, a vet tech, uh, get your CDL.
0: Oh wow! To, to, okay,
1: to uh, be a, be a truck driver, uh, you can go on and on. Any industry recognized credential, and that's part of it. We we pay for it. You don't pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, that's amazing. The, some of these certifications, we were we were doing a, uh, a a talk. I was, and I the great people that work with me, who just do such great presentations on on, uh, what we have to offer, you know, our life coaches, we have life coaches, <laughs> we have, we have, uh, uh, college and career readiness counselors. And of course we have phenomenal teachers, many of which I'm happy to say I had the chance to work with in the past. So I've become a great recruitment mm-hmm. tool for, hey, Good for what you. do you want to do Good you retire? You. Uh, but having a conversation where there was a student there and, and he was, uh, hearing about being a pharmacy tech. And he was listening, and he just kept shaking his head. And he finally he said, look, what you're telling me isn't right. And the person doing the presentation said, what do you, what do you mean? So you're telling me that I can go through your program. Our terms are um, – we have five terms in the year, and they're eight weeks long. Oh, okay. So it's compacted. Yeah, Things right. are compacted. But we've also uh, uh, partnered up with, with companies – who have created opportunities to get certifications. And okay. some of them are as short as one of our terms.
0: Well, and let's be real. I mean, we are facing an unprecedented staffing shortage. Yeah. Especially in, you know, technical trades. Right. Right. They are hungry for people. They are.
1: And they, they are hungry. And they come talk to us.
0: I'm sure everybody, they do.
1: Everybody wants to partner with us to find folks. But so so you can come in. You, you do have to work on your high school diploma. You can't you can't come to us and say, hey, let's just forget that. Right, I just right, want to right, right. This. No, it's in conjunction with, but that's okay. We're going to make it work, and it's not going to cost you anything. And when you finish your high school diploma, within those hours you spent with us, we're going to get you to that job as a pharmacy tech. Yeah, did you
0: just blow that dude's mind?
1: He couldn't believe it because he had checked into – the trade school versions mm-hmm. of that that were very expensive and two years long. Yep. And we said, no, we're going to put you into one of our terms, and you're going to come out with the exact same certification and the exact same ability. So that's the sell. Mm-hmm. To, that's to your sell. point, how do you know? What do I say to you, as somebody that that's saying, why Why do I need this? Because it's not only the opportunity for a high school diploma; it's the opportunity for a new career, uh, potentially. Uh, a new life More, i mean if yeah, it's something right, to exactly. shift and go in a different direction and in the the success stories we have
0: oh i'm sure that's the thing that keeps you going huh student that of your staff your team yeah
1: uh you know graduate get a cdl open a trucking company oh
0: cool you know, mm-hmm.
1: one of uh that's of the, what
0: you put on the billboard
1: right right yeah, there's, I know, There's right? a trick in the marketing. Do, oh, I know. I'm of, not a
0: marketing person, uh, but I'm saying yeah. like that. That's the thing, right? That that's you. That's the message. That's the message, yeah. right?
1: And again, some say, "Well, now you know, I, I'd, I'd really like to go back to college." Okay, we've got articulation agreements with universities, colleges. so oh, wow! Let's uh, let's get you in some courses where you're going to get some college credit while you're working on your high school diploma, and and then when you're when you're done with your diploma. You uh, you already have some credit to go on up to St. Louis Community College and and pick up and and get yourself a degree there or a certification there, and it's we we everybody that comes to us starts wherever they left off. Mm-hmm. If they if they were in high school 25 years ago, they're going to tell us where we're going to try to get that transcript. Mm-hmm. We're going to honor everything that they already had on that on that transcript. We're going to pick them up right where they left off. We're going to give them everything they need to get to the same 24 credits that Missouri requires for any graduate at any high school. It's the exact same thing. Um, high schools probably have uh, more in the way of uh, electives. Than, I was going to say, right. Do,
0: but mm-hmm. but we're, you know, we're, we're, we're. Could you, I was I was going to ask, so you actually might have been reading my notes. I was going to ask, like, can people take an elective? Like, mm-hmm. can they take music? Can yeah, they we, take.
1: you have general music. You know, we don't. Uh, it, it also depends um, on what's available in our teaching staff. Our, our oh, teaching that's true. staffs are, are 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 quite small, but what we do, we're not an online program and we, we really haven't had the desire to be an online program. And that may hurt us a little bit because some people that want that convenience, but we feel that that starts looking like a GED opportunity and and. We you know we have school Monday through Thursday. Friday is it's kind of a catch-all day for our staff, but it's also a tutoring day, so students oh, come cool. in at will. Okay. Um, but it's it's important for people to have opportunities. So if there is a course that a student needs and it would make sense mm-hmm. to have them in that course now, but you know what? We're not teaching it at St. Louis right now, but we've got a teacher in Springfield that's teaching it. Well, we'll do an online version of that within our program it's not a canned thing outside the program um
0: and also i mean i'm thinking about the the type of student you're describing that's kind of your typical but you know i mean not that anybody is a typical you know but i would imagine they're they don't have a lot of time to like take an archery class just because they want to i mean they're there on a mission yeah right i mean they're they're on a mission
1: that's exactly correct they and i don't blame them no I mean, of they're, course they're, I, the, yeah. the number one question usually right when they walk in the door is how long when can i get this done right. and we can't answer that until we see their transcript and then of course a lot of it depends on them do you want you can, Yep. like how, how tight job, do you want yeah you yeah. you can come take one class with us or you can take you could take technically during the day you could take four classes if we're in a term where we're off in a dinner class, you could take a dinner class and then you could stay around and take an evening class. And Like how fast do you want to get this done? How fast <laughs> you want to get it done?
0: And I have to tell you, you know, true confession, I used to be a real education snob. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I mean, I took a very traditional path in school. I had the privilege of attending private schools. I went to a four-year college and I was a jerk, when it came to people who, you know, maybe didn't have a high school diploma or if I was considering dating somebody that was in technical school, I was always kind of like I would pause. And maybe I wouldn't even say it extern like I wouldn't articulate it, but in my head I would always be like, "Hmm." And the older I get, the more value I place in um I think skills, Sure. not to say that education as a system, as a concept is not important, right? Yeah. And I, I love reading for the sake of reading and all of that, but like we've become so attached in our society to a very, you know, traditional path. And we know that doesn't work for everybody right. because life gets in the way, yeah. right? And, and maybe some people, it's just like not their thing. Like they can't sit, they can't sit in a classroom, you know, for eight hours a day and just look at somebody and hear lecturing. And that is okay. That is okay.
1: It absolutely is. But I've really
0: evolved and I feel like such a weirdo even like articulating it because I used to be a real jerk in my brain. You know,
1: in many ways though, that's what the, you know, I won't. Get into a legislative conversation, although I know you and I can share. Yes, oh great yeah, we, we can. Maybe that's uh, trips to the Jeff next City episode City and mm-hmm. whatnot. But um, uh, there are many reasons, I think, not to give you an excuse, but many reasons that people have their own views about education and training and such. And some of that's a product of you know people trying to do good things. Uh, the the No Child Left Behind sure. Era did a lot of harm because of this idea that every child should go to college and that was the seed planted in the minds of a lot of people. And and the folks behind it were trying to orchestrate something good. Yeah,
0: it, they had very good intentions right. for sure.
1: But it but it wasn't reality. And um, you know, no no human being, no two human beings on this earth are the same. No two mm. children are the same. And that's therein is the magic in in education in schools and what have is always been the part that captures me that that it's it's taking every single one of those individuals regardless of who their parents are regardless of the color of their skin regardless of the type of body uh, they, they the zip code are they in. live in like yeah, all the zip of the code uh-huh. what no matter what they if they eat breakfast they don't eat breakfast if they're if they're doubled up in a home with with two or three families when school starts, the educators are there at the door welcoming them, mm-hmm. and we're going to meet them where they're at and do the best that we can. We're not perfect at it. We never have been. We never will be. But the concept is just as beautiful as anything in my mind, and and uh, people often say, you know, you know 35-year education veteran, uh, what would you change? And I, I, I'd say not a thing in regards to what I could control because— sure. It's and it's so rewarding. I mean, you know, we we are now truly a family of educators, uh, and and neither Julie uh, or I came from a family of educators. Mm. We were the first mm. uh, that we know of, I think, anyway. But now, our, both of our daughters are are educators, and it's it is it's cliche to some people, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole idea, it's most noble career, but but they. People that think that's cliche really don't understand the true, uh, you know, just the, the beauty of of this work that you give, it give, 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 and you drain yourself and you go home with your tank on empty, but you know no matter how hard that day was and maybe two days in a row, three weeks in a row— Something's gonna happen where you're walking three feet off the ground.
0: Mm-hmm. It's those light bulb moments oh, that keep you going, right?
1: They do. And or, it's
0: transformative. You are transforming yeah. kids and and I know that our that the teaching profession has really just been decimated and burned, burned yeah. to a they are crispy. They're yeah. crispy. And I think what you do, is inspire educators and show them that you are there, that you have their backs, and that you still, after all these years, still believe in the power of education, whatever that looks like, right, at whatever level. Yeah, absolutely. This new role for you seems like the culmination of your career. Like, it seems like everything that you've done up to this point has led you here. It It seems like that. Does it seem like that to you?
1: you know in many ways i mean it, it it's a very different role oh i can imagine I, I'm, I'm very different in the fact that i never worked in corporate america i never worked uh really in nonprofit. i mean technically i guess isn't it fun isn't it
0: fun eric it's Sorry, just it, and, and of course when you are <laughs> eric please
1: uh it, it's all the years of being a superintendent where you and again it's not a i don't mean this in in any kind of a Power trip, yeah, kind of a statement. But you're the CEO, mm-hmm. and and you're hopefully working collaboratively. Correct. I've always right. tried to make people feel on the same level as me, no matter what your role is in a school. And I never wanted to be, you know, if there was a pyramid, I wanted to be, you know, uh, if I'm if I'm at the top of that pyramid, I want that pyramid to be upside down, and I'm holding it, right, you know, right, versus being the, the I the understand person on the top, but. um it's it's an adjustment for me to be in a system that is, I'm running a school system. Well, I've been doing that a big chunk of my life, but I'm running a school system that is inside of a large corporation. Mm-hmm. You think, well, technically, if we went number to number, it's not as big as the Rockwood School District. <laughs> but the Rockwood School District is all about exactly. education, mm-hmm. and that's, that's it. And when you're the superintendent, it, you know, it – all things kind of are supported by you. Yeah. I've always said this, and, and it's the biggest thing that a lot of times leaders in education get wrong. You are a support mechanism. That is your role. You're the the epitome of a support mechanism for all the people rolling up their sleeves, doing the hard work on the front lines. So coming into a system where, um, you know, there, I have a lot of great people that I work with, but, you uh, you know, in in my in my older roles, the CFO was there for the sole purpose of, <laughs> of, of, yeah, helping me right create a great budget and maintain a great budget for the schools. Well, the CFO has a a role beyond just the schools, you know, in the work mm-hmm. that I do. So so it's how you traverse getting from point a to point b is different than what i've been programmed to do yeah for many, it's many different years. it's
0: a stretch it's yeah. growth it's i mean it yeah. i mean you're building something it's been a challenge for me yeah. but
1: so it but it's very it's it's very meaningful work i i i won't take anything away from the the work and the importance of the work and how honored i am to have the opportunity to do it 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 did seem like a good fit for maybe a uh, a transition because, I, you know, again, I, I could have retired uh, when I left Rockwood. And, nah, I don't think so. Do a three-year stint in Iowa. Could have retired. Mm, mm, no, I don't think yet. so. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of a – it's different. I'm not going to football games on Friday nights. Right. Which, which sometimes I'm like, well, that's nice. Like, yeah, you know, right, exactly. And, and being, a, being a musician and playing gigs, I mean, the, things would get in the way. I don't have that in the way anymore. Sometimes I miss that, though. You know, same as the little kids. You walk into, uh, you know, Lafayette High School and walk over to where the kids are, and, you know, you start hearing them root for you. Yeah. And like, Man, it just, just fills you up and makes you feel great. So I miss that. But um, but I do have a kind of, a, we were talking about the little kids earlier, and a, a, a really important component of the Excel Centers uh, to share is that we have built-in, drop-in daycares Stop it. In, in every one of our centers so so if whoa you,
0: that's a game changer
1: it it really is it's and a I,
0: game changer can
1: i give all the credit to those who designed it you know way before me uh to think about that and the idea is to take away as many barriers, barriers. so we try to help with yep. transportation when needed we we give out a uh uh a lot of gas cards, and mm. and it's really kind of twofold because attendance is key in a program sure, like ours. So we'll make gas cards incentives. But the truth is, if we know you're in need and you come to us and tell us, yeah. we're going to help you with your transportation, um, and and daycare is is a big one. It's a huge totally dream. free. That's amazing. Uh, you got two kids, three kids, five kids, six kids, and if that's the reason you can't go to school, bring them with you, and we'll. If daycare. people
0: want to find out more information, maybe they want to enroll, they want to talk to somebody, they have a relative that, you know, they think like, wow, this could be an amazing program for them. Where right. do they go?
1: You know, the easiest way, because people forget numbers that you rattle off and sure. they forget emails, anybody with access to a to a computer, uh, their ability to to Google, MERS Goodwill, Excel centers. Okay. Um, I say MERS because there are other Goodwills and other states that have Excel centers. So you want to make sure you're in Missouri. You're in Missouri, yeah. Um, you can look up the phone number, and call, uh, call MERS Goodwill. We'll get you to the right people. Um, go on the website. There's actually a link on the website if you if you get to the the page for the Excel centers. That link it can actually get get you right to an enrollment. So um, all you have to do is reach out and we can, we can find the way to connect you. We'll make it work for you. And, um, there truly is something in the program for anyone and everyone who, uh, for whatever reason, again, there's no judgment for whatever reason that you don't have a high school diploma. I often tell people that I, I came from a family with, um, uh, uh, three people that, that, never achieved their high school diploma Uh, two of those were my parents one was my oldest brother and he unfortunately lost him when he was 17 Mm. so uh my my dad um before he passed I felt he earned a high school diploma Mm. my dad was the smartest man to me um just you know engineer like mind Uh, I admired him so much he was an over-the-road truck driver and um I still want to be a truck driver when I grow up. I tell people that. I've said that in keynote speeches before. I I still want to be a truck driver when I grow up cuz my dad was one and he was an awesome one. But I um he would have been all uh, this would have been a perfect I was going to say him, yeah, he you know? would have probably
0: would have been all over this. Yeah,
1: but he would have uh, in his younger years he was in the Kirkwood School District mm-hmm. and um at the time uh Tom Williams was the superintendent. He was a good friend of mine and And I also did a lot of business with Jostens. Yep. Uh, They created our diploma. Then I called my rep at Jostens and I said, can you print me up an honorary diploma, Uh, honorary high school diploma? And he said, yeah, I can do that. No problem. I called Tom Williams in Kirkwood and I explained to him who my dad was and how he had, in his younger years, he was an old man, but in his younger years, he, he was in Kirkwood and he never got his high school diploma. And Tom said, Eric, what are you getting at? And I said, I'm getting this honorary diploma from Justin's and I I want to I want to give it to my dad. And I said, "You're the superintendent. I like you. To sign it." And he said, "Bring it to me." Oh, and uh, just to to be able to give that to my dad. And I, as I told him, I said, "That says honorary, but that's the legit thing." And yeah. this is what I try to tell people that come to us. We are not looking down our noses at right. you. You have accomplished things in your life as somebody without a high school diploma that. I don't know how you've done it. I don't have any idea, and and the barriers that you had, and the the obstacles that maybe got in the way of you graduating from. I I think through some of them, they'll 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 break your heart. I know, and you think, hey, may I might get choked up. thinking about I anything? know how on earth I couldn't have done that. I know. I, I could not have done that, and so I just admire these people so much, and. um it 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 just feels great you're
0: the perfect person for this role and I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of people um who have gotten to work alongside you have gotten to work for you have gotten to be educated by you uh we're really glad you're back in Missouri we're really glad that you're back and this this um I am really appreciative of you for Again, understanding the importance of prevention, valuing it, but valuing education as a whole, whatever that looks like. Uh, thank you so you're much. Welcome. I we, was like geeking mention, out today that you were yeah, coming Oh, that, yeah, that, that I was very exciting. I was
1: so excited to come too. Um, we should mention, I mean, since you know the space that you're in and prevent Ed, um, we do, have a lot of adult students who have dealt with addiction
0: yeah oh for and, sure and, and in absolutely many cases, absolutely it,
1: it could have been addiction and the early the early goings of addiction that kept them from getting yep. a high school diploma or addiction could have been partly the result of not getting a high school diploma, ever going on. Or it
0: was in their family dynamic and was making it difficult for them to, you know, be where they needed to be and and do all those things. I mean, we didn't even touch on that, but I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, it is such a huge part of where and how people end up in life. And um, I mean, it's just, I I love that, Brad is working with you all now. Right. Like I just, I think you're employing the staff you have are pretty incredible from everybody I've met and everybody I know. I mean, they're they're they get it and they understand there is no looking down. It's, right. it's treating them like, okay, how can we do this? Let's be partners yeah. in this. And uh, it's Absolutely. it's really incredible.
1: Yeah, we are recovery friendly, and, and love that.
0: Are you a recovery friendly workplace? Well, we've
1: we started. Columbia is. Columbia just got their certification. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that love awesome? That. So
0: it's amazing, and it's not hard. By no, the way, it's not, it's really, not hard. It's not really,
1: but we're um, all of our, our we call our direct our principals directors. Uh, they're in essence they're they're principals of yeah. their excel centers, but they. Are all now aware of what Mike Reynolds, our director in, Amazing. in Columbia, has done, and the staff is—you know—it's just great for the community in Columbia. So, so we're—we're we're kind of—that's how we work things, you know. We yeah, try you kind of start
0: with one and then spread yeah, it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: let it be infectious, you know.
0: In a oh way. my so, gosh, I had so. no idea. That was the icing on the cake. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'm so glad you came thank you so much for being here um also if you want to know more about recovery friendly workplaces we've mentioned it on here before but feel free to to reach out to me um, at uh, prevented.org we can talk to you all about uh, all, all about how great it is to be a recovery friendly workplace and how it's not hard it is not hard at all and it's probably what most people are doing anyway if they're empathic leaders and bosses and understand that so true sometimes we got to give people second third fourth chances and and but also hold people accountable. So recovery friendly is not hard, it's not scary. Reach out to me if you need help. And in the meantime, thank you so much for being here. If you liked what you heard, please consider rating or reviewing this episode. Former educators, people who have got to work with DK, I'm looking at you, give us a review. Uh, Please consider rating, reviewing and subscribing to The Preventable. Thank you. Awesome, thank you, Nicole. Thanks for joining us at The Preventable, brought to you ad-free by PreventEd. Prevent Ed works to reduce or prevent the harms of alcohol and other drug use through education, intervention, and advocacy. Please visit their website at prevented.org. Like what you heard? Rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date with what we are serving on The Preventable.